I'm Will Grant. I'm CJ Josh. And I'm Des Cheeseman. There you go. Uh, most most professional as well and most... Uh, anonymous. Most anonymous podcast. <laughs> I've said my name. Two-thirds anonymous podcast. <laughs> Why am I even here with you? <laughs> if you're in a room where suddenly two other people are anonymous, it's like... What the Are they even going? people? I don't <laughs> know what's going on. And why have I got this hood over my head? Mm, what is it? What's the Italian saying? One who doesn't uh, drink with you is either a thief or a spy. Yep. No, they um, say buongiorno. Yeah, I know. And a yeah. spy would drink with you. <laughs> That's true. That's true. But every week, listener, we come together uh, to discuss and cathart stuff that's going on in Australian politics. Uh, yeah, only the good stuff, and though. you don't know this, listener. You might not know this, but there's an election going on. Um, so right now, should we be voting now? Shit's heating up. Vote early, vote Shit often. Shit is bubbling away, uh, getting close to voting time. So, we got a lot to discuss this week. First, I want to start off. Can um, I just pause for a moment on the idea of shit bubbling away? I, I liked it. I liked it. Like, it I really, I actually got visuals. I could hear, <laughs> and then I got a waft. Thank you. Takes you back to Endergadine matters. <laughs> Takes me back to group house days. Anyway. <laughs> Continue. In, uh, Engadine was uh, disproved recently that you sent it to us. But anyway, um, where are we going to start with this week? Rod Siege, uh, what do you count your blessings uh, for? What are you blessed? This podcast and seeing this, you this podcast? two every week. That is very it nice. It is delightful. And I even put bread and cheese out tonight. I thought, let's have a little bit of a party. Fuck, I was going to say that. I was, that was literally what I was going to say, seeing you two every week. That Did was she good. steal your stuff? <laughs> Oh, no, I hadn't thought it that far ahead. What are your, what are your words? They, they just said them. <laughs> what do you prefer? What, and next in an interview, you're going to say my weaknesses are I'm a workaholic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And a stickler for detail. <laughs> I'm a perfectionist. What, 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 what do you mean by blessings? What, what are you talking about? What count, have you counted your blessings lately? I don't have any. Oh, okay. But Scott does. He does. He does. Um, how did he go with his blessing? Was oh, I, was, I was impressed. I thought he really handled it well. Oh, Je- Jenny asked about uh, children with autism. Well, no, Ka- no, Catherine no. asked both leaders, didn't she? Mm, yes, it was a general question. I was watching it live. You were it was a general question. This is in the debate in last the, night. In that big debate that no one could watch because it was on Sky and on um, the news website. But anyway, um, and it wasn't really a question about that. It was about the NDIS and how the funding has been cut. That was actually the question. Mm-hmm. So let's just put it in that context. That's not really a question. Whereas, well, it was framed right. as a question. Whereas Scott went straight into, Rod, do the best Scott. <laughs> <laughs> he, doesn't, he, he is more articulate than that. Uh, so what he was, he was being asked a question or there was a woman spoke up who had a four-year-old son, mm-hmm. Ethan. Mm-hmm. His care package has been slashed by 30%. I believe he is on the autism spectrum. Mm-hmm. And Scott replied, for those of you who haven't heard this, I'm, I apologise, and for those of you who have, I'm sorry. Scott said, I've been blessed. We've got two children that don't uh, haven't had to go through that. 
And without, so for without parents, disabilities. Yeah. And so for parents with children who are disabled, I can only try and understand your aspirations for those children. So he basically said he's blessed because he doesn't have um, otherly abled children. That went down well, though. But did honestly, it? as soon as it left his mouth, like I was sitting there watching and I went, oh, my God, you didn't just really did, say that. Did he try and eat the words in, out of the air? Did, did he realise <laughs> the mistake? Or did no. he? No, I'm, I'm. Oh, no, 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 no. Because he didn't make a mistake because no. he was being empathetic because he was saying to this woman. Oh, he, he and Jenny have been blessed. Say he, well, yes, it wasn't my wife. It was, of course, Jenny. We got three mentions of Jenny, I think, last night. And, um, yeah, it was it was all about how... He had he he said today that he had to put himself establish the context that he didn't understand what she was going through, but it was more he came across more of thank God I haven't had to deal with the NDIS. Yes, yeah, or, <laughs> or okay. children. So so there's multiple ways that <laughs> this is terrible. You can understand like oh, his yeah. his instinct there to go. Um, I can't. I haven't been through that, so can't fully yeah, empathise. But that co- would have there's a sentence. way to put it. There's yeah. a good sentence yeah. that cock, you just cock, said. It, cock it up in the delivery, but then also be super grateful that you haven't used the NDIS. Is not the right instinct for the boss. No, of no, the it's NDIS. perfect. It's perfect. So I have I have to struggle with a, a child who has disabilities and needs extra support, and then you say that to that person, they say, "Fuck, I'm glad it's not me." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that sounds awful. <laughs> it does. I meant I empathise. <laughs> but, so, but, but what they – the way they when you're not, handle When you're not it, really human, it's kind of hard. It is really oh, hard. No. You can imagine the confusion like, what? Well, yeah, he what? really had no idea. And so they, they trotted out two spokespeople this morning before it actually got wound back. They, they rolled Burmo out going, oh, no, that's not what he meant. It, um, you know, it, it Burmo, wasn't any – fucking human any, lollipop. He's just – He is a human lollipop. <laughs> <laughs> he is a human lollipop. He is. Um, and he had a go and then they – Oh God, I've forgotten her name. That another a woman who does ha- who who ha- has a son who has autism, and she said, you know, there are days where it's really challenging, and da 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 da. Okay, fine. So that all happened in the morning, but then by lunchtime, someone had obviously gone. Uh, excuse me, this seems to be really pissing off a significant number yeah. of people. Mr. Morrison, you Mr. probably didn't know this. There's been some issues. Exactly. Neville's cousin Roger came in and said, Mr. Morrison, there's been some issues. And so then he had to go out and do his mea culpa. To be fair, he deeply apologised. Um, but also, like, he claims after he deeply apologises, he says, oh, the opponents, they've twisted my words. So, they didn't. No, no, they just used them. I don't think it's twisting if you just repeat them. Is that twisting? I think in, in, in Scott Morrison's world and Donald Trump's world, using your words oh, yeah, yeah, um, is yeah. using your words against you. So yeah. you shouldn't be allowed to do that. To be fair, though, it's hard not to uh, if you yeah. use them. Yeah. I mean, Albo didn't. I was, I was kind of impressed. or I'm not sure. So Albo was in Bomaderry, which I think is down in Nowra and all that shit. Yeah, South Coast. Uh, actually, it's beautiful. Berry, beautiful. Um, he said every child is a blessing, but uh, according to at least some sources, he, as they put it, passed on the opportunity to criticise Morrison directly. I, I'm torn on that. No, I think. Oh I th- no, that looks smart. Yeah, look, it's it's the job of your attack dogs, not the leader at this point, yeah. to 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 make those points. You, he elbow in that sense should be concentrating on other issues. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, and there were enough people not even in like the, you didn't need to use any labor attack dogs. There That's were, true. There were enough well, organisations coming out. Katie Gallagher had a um, pretty big tweet. Oh, did she have oh, a tweet? Yeah. Well, yeah. well, um, I I I apologise. I can't remember the full details of the tweet. Um, her. Son or daughter, I apologise. I can't child. remember that. Her child. Her child. child. Yeah, that's, I should have found that term. That, that's, the ambi- yeah. that, that's the middle term that can, it covers ambiguous. the most. I have a it child. Is. What does that mean? I don't know. It's very hard. It's very hard, as we'll come to in a bit. Um, 
uh, who who has autism and and talked about uh, the child being being a blessing, and a lot of people were resonating with that and connecting in. And Dylan and Alcott had a few things to say. Yeah, so so let's like, let's put it in context. Though he did wait until April before he pissed off the Australian of the Year. Mm. That's true. So it, there's a which plus. was awarded in uh, January. In, January was it January. Yeah, it happens well, on Australia, Australia Day. Australia date. When's Australian that? of the Year on Australia Day? Oh. Is that in January too? <laughs> They, they've already changed the date in, in Rod's mind. He is yeah, so yeah. woke. I'm so he, ahead. He, the, 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 he's got the new Australia Day date. Which yeah, February the 14th. Yeah, exactly. Valentine's Day? You can't steal Valentine's Day. They did it. when they changed over to decimal currency. That what? happened on February the 14th. Those dollar bastards. It's true. There was a little song. I'll sit back and think about it and remember it. I'll sing it for you in a moment. Thank you. <laughs> you can sing us out. 14th of February 1966. That's how it started off. It was to the tune of... For now it's going to use different money to pay for tricks. It's no, it, like it was a dicks joke at the end of that. Tricks have dicks. <laughs> it's like you it was to the tune, tune of Click Go the Shears Boy. Oh, it was. Really it was. It really was. I remember. I remember in religious education in in uh, Queensland primary schools that um, that god bothering pre- uh, preacher who came into my school had a version of "Click Go the Shears" that was all about Jesus. And I'm like, oh, why yeah. did you why did you mangle that awesome song? I know. It was such an awesome. And when you shear Jesus, what do you shear? Well, it's also Pubes. when we're the same in my primary school. Um, we had someone that came in and they had the Jesus, my savior will love me forever to the tune of chopsticks. So, like, because every kid could play chopsticks on the, on the piano, and, and it was like, it was still this, yeah. I had, a, said, I had a lot, lot of God bothering stuff in you my You know, you youth. said Jesus is my savior too, just for the record. Yeah, it was the words to the song. Jizz is my stop savior. It, stop it, stop it, stop it. I did stop not. It. You did. So apologies, back. apologies, listener. We'll get this band oh, back politics, on the show. Politics. Uh, blessings. Were there other blessings? Oh, there, there are other things. Like, so I have to kind of thank the shovel because the shovel put out a thing today, which is all very good. But what they did was remind me of something from 2007. And as you very wisely asked me, was it a good idea to trust the shovel? But I didn't use the shovel as the source. However, there's this great piece in the Sydney Morning Herald 2007 about Alex Hawke. Ah, oh, so he's the hawk that. Connie Ferranti Wells was mm. speaking about when she said he's not. She should have clarified that. Great. She should have clarified that. She did earlier Hawk, in the speech. Hawk, yeah. Is there another Hawk? Yeah, that that Bob guy. Bob Hawk rings a bell. Driver's dog. But so this isn't this isn't current, but it's kind of worth it because it's just delicious. So, as it was put in the Sydney Morning Herald, here are a few Hawk bonmots on the stolen generation. Oh my God, no! Are we ready? There is no generation. I think Keith Windshuttle has got it exactly right. Oh, my mm. Lord. Oh, my Lord. I mean, you could leave it there, but there has been a deliberate attempt to rewrite history. To say we came here and raped and pillaged and murdered, and they do, they carry on awfully about it, is quite appalling. So that's him on the stolen generation. Just because, remember, this is um, ScoMo's what, right So this is 2007, right so yeah. this is when uh, K. Rudd has done the apology. Yeah, this, yeah. and so this is uh, one of um, ScoMo's right-hand ding-dongs. Uh, Hawke thinks the Australia Australia will move increasingly towards an American model of conservatism. And this is the quote that really got me in. This is the delicious quote. The two greatest forces for good in human history are capitalism and Christianity. Jesus, Lord. And when they're blended, it's a very powerful duo. Mm. So there's something in that for all of us. Capitalism and Christianity. And like, if you said to me, what if we blend capitalism and Christianity, I'd start screaming and think a it's an apocalypse movie. We'll sooner get through the eye of a needle and a rich man will get into heaven. There you go. He didn't say that. No, he didn't. That's not here. But also, you know, your loaves and fishes, they'd be charging for it if you've got that multiplier that, effect. 
Jesus would have done better if he'd done. He that. would have done that. He could have had franchises. Could have. He could. He, do, he does. Thing. <laughs> yeah, true. actually, you'll he find that he does have franchises. He could, he could have <laughs> scooped <laughs> the money. The difference is he charges. So it goes. It gets better. I just these are too good. So John Howard once said the Liberal Party was a broad church, but Hawke is not so sure. His quote: "People say it's a broad church." My response to that is: You've got to agree it's a church. It's not a brothel, for instance. I don't know if that's true. God, no. I don't think so. If people want to legalise drug-injecting rooms, lower the age of consent, go with all these trendy things, that is not the party that believes in those things. We're not that broad. So, you know, he's saying what he is. We're a narrow church. We're a narrow church. Narrow the church. But they've got to agree they're a church first. And my final favourite here, on Malcolm Fraser. We are still suffering the effects of Malcolm Fraser's government. (laughs) (laughs) We ought not to suffer the effects of him as a human being, still attacking our party and our ideological beliefs. Let's get him into the Greens where he belongs. Oh, my God. (laughs) Putting Malcolm into the Greens. Look, he he was certainly far more progressive than anyone we've seen since, but I don't know if I'd go to the Greens. The other thing that's quite interesting is... um, this week in South Australia, because Stephen Marshall lost the election um, for the Libs, they had a, a new elect a new leader. Oh yes, a new leader whose name is David Spears, built differently to the David Spears that is now host of the Insiders. One of them has to quit. One of them has to leave. They but, should both quit. So anyway, this dude, interestingly enough, he um, is from the Pentecostal background and gave a big speech in the church, which for those of you in Adelaide, I know we have some Adelaide business, the big one down at Pasadena, uh, was giving a speech there and was saying how the, they needed to um, bring bring uh, the parties, the party uh. needed to, to infiltrate. Basically, the church needed to infiltrate the party and we will take over and everything will be fine. And infiltrate was the word, wasn't it? It was. Infiltrate was... Could we, could we just, you know, have a little bit more mm-hmm. uh, holding on to the separation between church and state? He actually said you can forget about the separation yeah. between church and state. Well, you can forget about being in government. Yeah, that's my answer you too. Know, I but while, while, while we have a federal parliament <clears throat> that has to go to church before they op- have the opening of each parliament, sort that shit out. Oh, sort, totally. Sort having prayers at the beginning of every sitting of part- parliament. Sort that shit out too. But if there is any bit of parliamentary democracy that is way older than Australia is in terms of our governance structures. It's the church. No, it's the separation oh. of church, church and state. state. That's what pretty, I meant. It was a like, pretty big deal, There was a pretty it? big big series of yeah. wars four yeah. or 500 years ago about separating church and state. I don't think it's good to retread them. Well, no, I disagree. I agree with Kim, Kimberly <laughs> Home. Like I agree with Kimberly from Richmond. Yes. Oh, National, the seat of Richmond. The national candidate, Richmond, which is Where's a Richmond? marginal spot in northern New South Wales. Okay, nice part of the world. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. So um, she's got a history of lots of Catherine Deeves-style posts from 2017 and We'll before. come to her next, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But she does have a couple of non-Deeves angles as well. Like one I really enjoyed from 2017 was one way to avoid, to avoid domestic violence is to marry well. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. No, no, that's good. That's a tip we can all use. If you don't want to you know, be yep. abused, don't be with an abuser. So, I mean, that's really handy. Good tip. She runs an enterprise. She's billed as having a, a business, a small business. The enterprise she runs is, uh, with her husband is a ministry that advises Christians in business. Fine, whatever. Um, she also has a period as a state office bearer for the uh, former Family First Party. Oh, yeah. and, and she was a, a big supporter of the very right-wing Australian conservatives. Okay, that's getting more fun. But these are my favourite bits. These quotes are worth it. I'm feeling quotey tonight. There's a video of Hone speaking at the Living Waters Pentecostal Church in the electorate last year, and she's telling people, one, I'm so glad you don't trust your government anymore, which is cool. It's a good warm-up. I'm so glad you were worried about the vaccination, that you no longer trust medical science, 
because you're asking questions about what happens after I'm death. I'm so glad that you no longer trust that. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that great? <clears throat> then she goes on. The public are asking these great questions. The harvest is ready. Oh, is that where it <laughs> was? Oh, uh, close, close, close uh, personal uh, associate of mine said it's really gross when uh, Christians use the word harvest. Yeah. yeah. Like it's just, it's one of those words, like separation of church and state. Give up on that 500 years ago. Never think of it. Never, never should be used except at the beginning of a horror movie. That's the only oh, reason no, totally. to use that term. I like farmers as well. And farmers. But uh, other than that. Even other- best, farmer horror movie. <laughs> But she goes on to say, I'm having amazing conversation with people, even in the political arena, who have been working on government places for decades and all of a sudden, they don't like the government. They don't know what they're doing there. This is a great place. How do we bring God's kingdom to the political arena? Getting to the crux. Yep. How do we change the mountain from the inside out, not the outside in? And finally, the ultimate goal for me is I want to bring God's kingdom to the political arena. I want God's kingdom to penetrate the political mountain. Yep. Wow. Wow. Well, and as soon as it's penetrated in there, I'm very in. much along the lines of the David Spears speech, which was done in June 2021. So, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, there's, look, just you could say there's probably a bit of an agenda going on there. Richmond's I, an interesting seat. I, I just wanted on. to just please. hold a tiny bit on yes, the word please. penetrate there. Um, and pause. It's, it's, just, <laughs> it's just very, very. Ayn I Randy, know. like penetrate oh, the political mountain. It's, it, you know, it's if, it was, definitely if it was penetrate tunnels. the political oh, yeah. tunnel, yeah. like I, I, wait, what, I, I want to get balls deep in politics, I think is what she's saying. Oh my is God. that right? I think so. I think so. Can I talk about the city Siege. of Richmond now? Apologies, yes. <laughs> no, Are no. You and your actual politics. Well, no, it's just very interesting because Richmond is a seat that um, the Greens are having a, a real go at. Yep. Um, Mandy Nolan. So it's one up around Byron. Hippies. Yeah, hippie Byron t- comes into area. that as well. So they, you know, I think they're thinking that there might be a bit of a go there. There's got to be. I'm I mean, not yeah. sure. But I don't know if it'll ever happen, but I do wonder about the, the rural seats that have a solid green presence. You know, yes. whether, whether they'd ever yeah. get a it's seat. It's not going to be Labor. So it might, it, like, yeah. it's, I think it's actually smart the Greens are actually going after one of those seats because God knows they haven't done it before. So good on them. That's good. I agree with you. So, yes. Because it's not going to be Labor. You're right. But bizarrely, when it's the Nationals, at least it's this kind of National. Look, at least she's interesting. All right. So, we're playing quotes. Uh, this yeah. is, a, this is a, um, a nice quote for the next story that we're obviously going to go to because it's one of the big stories going on at the moment. Yep. Um, I think Australians are getting pretty fed up with having to walk on eggshells every day because uh. they may or may not say something one day that's going to upset someone, Morrison said. Yeah. Others might want to cancel her. Others might want to cancel other Australians for standing up for things that they believe in. I'm not going to have a partnership with them. However, Catherine Deves couldn't be reached for comment. The Liberal Party has placed a ban on her speaking publicly. That's so. Right. so that's Scott Morrison that you were quoting there. Also very interesting. He could not mm. wait to say that. He, he yeah. looked like a, he was almost like clapping his hands in front of himself. Like, oh, goody, someone asked me a question, so now I can do my speech that I've been practising in front of the mirror all morning. Yep, yep. And that's so, what he wanted to do. So what's going on with Catherine Deves? So yeah. it's a big lightning rod in this, um, in this election. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, she was a, Catherine, uh, a captain's pick. Yes, definitely a captain's pick. Um, by Scott Morrison to, to go into Warringah. Warringah being obviously formerly a very safe Liberal seat but now is held quite well by Zali Stegall. Yeah, um, so ex-Tony Abbott seat. Yep. Yeah. So um, and you've got people like Trent Zimmerman from North Sydney and Dave Sharma in Wentworth who kind of straddle either side of that. Um, Warringah saying, for God's sake, get this woman out of here. She's killing killing us. Because- so 
I mean, just 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 to uh, what we what we've got is that rolling story of people going through her old tweets mm. and going through her old posts, her old her you old. You don't have to go through too much old. Stuff, you don't have though. to no, no. to find to find pretty toxic transphobic stuff. Uh, well, she runs an association which is about women and girls in sport. Apparently, mm-hmm. only certain women and girls, obviously. Yeah. Uh, this it's is called the, this fuck is the trans part. people. Like she's yeah, very close to saying just that. This is the part that. that drives me nuts. I saw Morrison mm. doing it this afternoon again. And he said, "I'm pretty sure everyone agrees that girls should compete against girls and boys should compete against boys." And it's like, "Yeah, I do." Some of them have a different background. Yes. Like th- 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 yep. just even not understanding that just blew my mind. Of course, I don't understand. Um, and, but I like I love the I love in air quotes the reframing of this the classic move of reframing her and them as the victim in this. Oh, totally! Mm. I will not let stand by I and let someone let be someone silenced. silenced. I'm a champion of justice here. She deserves to do whatever she does. Like that slick bullshit, obvious and such automatic reframing that they jump to like that it's is just fucking like you like you've said last week and we were, we were we were talking about it quite a bit about how she is taking. A heavy, heavy load for the whole party in that she's signalling to them that it's okay. A whole bunch of the base. A whole bunch yep. of, the, of the base. It's all right. You don't mm. worry about what we're saying yep. in these other places. It's okay. We've got your back. We think this is terrible. You know, mind you, the way she goes on, I think we, we must be able to field like three Olympic teams of trans people in sport. You I, know, think, like, I know, right? I know, right? <laughs> I think the next Olympics are only going to be for trans people. That's what she's worried but about. I was that's watching, obviously what's so, so the thing I like about the ABC is they got their sports uh, sports journalist onto it. So Tracy Holmes was talking about it yesterday, and yep. and her and another woman who um, heads heads up a female sporting association, and they were saying there have been. Um, rules and guidance in place since the 90s mm. yeah. about this and it's about different hormone levels at different stages yep. and da, da, da. it's quite scientific it's to make it even um talked about you know I- introducing um estrogen lowers uh, capacity and all these kinds so of things a lot of trans women stop testosterone for up to 12 months before for, competition yeah, it's, and all it's this two sort of years yeah, yeah. but you have to you know there's a two-year period of where yeah. you can't have the drugs and, and all this sort of stuff and you're like this is 30 years old yeah um, you're, you're just catching up to this as being a problem and society, well, again, is way ahead of but you. But what this is, is a crux point where they believe that a bunch of semi-reasonable people will go, oh, my prejudices can be exploited by a semi-procedural type thing. So if they, yeah. if they, were, if they were transphobic in general, but they're like, I, I, I won't be transphobic in public in general. Yeah. Um, but this issue, oh, this is where it gets a little bit tricky, you know. You know, how do we work that kind of thing? So they're just looking for this kind of wedge that they yes. can just drive between um, people that uh, would be... I just can't. I, uh, I, don't, I just don't know why you'd bother... Like to to get up in the morning and make that your life's mission to yeah. make someone else's life a misery. It is really just is fucked. It, it really, really is. is awful. Well, we were talking about this before you put. We pushed record. Like the people who are, their greatest interest is to make other people be like them. I find so fucking weird. Yeah, it's a strange way to operate. It's like you do what you want. Go ahead, enjoy yourself, knock yourself out. Why do I have to do it too? Yeah. Why do I have to believe what you believe? And, How does that change and, your and belief? Beat up on weaker people. Yeah. Like, what the fuck for? Yes, well, people who are already in a, in a vulnerable position in, in society and have to face all sorts of different things. You mean like Catherine Deep? She's very yes. vulnerable. So, right now, so, so is this a is this a fourth dimensional chess thing, or nope. is it? Nope, it's really blatant. <laughs> no, it's really blatant. It's like it's a beacon. It's a you know, it's a you know, foghorn. But it's not even it, a dog. But doesn't it? this hurt Trent Zimmerman's chances? I don't think it hurts particularly Trent Zimmerman's chances I mean, if, if, because I mean, he's not. Look, he he is more on the. He speaks the progressive 
more progressive, moderate totally. line. But there will be people that are like... If you look at how he like, votes, he doesn't vote any differently to anybody else in exactly. the party. Exactly. Yeah. And so there would be yeah. people that go, your your whole party is willing to willing to have someone who's so transphobic like this and, and out there in public saying these things. Mm. Your party is willing to do that. So therefore, I can't really... You know, are you really a moderate or you just you pretend these things to yeah. get these votes? I, I, I kind of wonder... Yes, there might be some super conservative electorates, um, you know, mm. all the ones that voted uh, no in the marriage survey. So you've got the, the rural electorates in Western Sydney and stuff like that who may be judged by that. And maybe there's a Western Sydney but angle well, to well, this. Well, maybe. maybe. But Warringah definitely voted for. Yeah, no, exactly. Mm. And so and so this is a fail in Warringah. Mm. Maybe, maybe my feeling is... I think it's deliberate. I think it's a sacrifice. This is a sacrifice play yeah. in Warringah. They're not going to win this seat. <laughs> yeah. Um, because uh, Azali Stegel is doing pretty well, yeah. uh, but the, the electorate has changed in that sort of direction. Mm -hmm. But putting someone up the, in this lightning rod sort of way that can signal a bunch of Western Sydney electorates that are more competitive. So yeah, she's true. falling on her transphobic sword. Yeah. So You've got Matt, Matt Keane, um, the New South Wales Treasurer, coming out and saying to, you know, to Morrison, like, this is, you know, we don't want this kind of talk in our party. It is quite interesting how the yeah. party looks like it's breaking up a bit. It is a bit. A bit like the, but but no different to how the Labor Party looked a few years ago. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But it, actually it also gives them maybe there is a four dimensional chess or at least two that it gives people like Zimmerman stuff the ability to say out loud I'm against it even though they vote so uh, maybe that helps spread the votes around make maybe. make them seem I don't I know. Don't, I don't think North Sydney is in in great I don't think deal of trouble. I think Wentworth, I think Char I think it's a problem for Sharman. Mm. But, but in general, it's those sorts of mm. those sorts of seats. It's the it's the, mm. the ones where the teal candidates are doing pretty well, mm. yeah. and and they're at risk. And I, I I wonder if this is a failed campaign there. But so. but the other thing is, uh, I was listening to the uh, New York Times Daily podcast this morning. It was talking about Texas, um, and you know their recent changes that make it um, a crime to crime for parents to go and um, help their kids to seek transition um, mm -hmm. uh, process and stuff like that. Oh, what? And, a crime. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And so, so it is, I mean, they were describing it as um, the lightning rod in the culture wars in America at the moment. Right. Um, and they are going to places that are, you know, some of those state laws are going to places that are truly barbaric. Like this is sort of, you'll oh, get, you'll get. New Gilead to the uh, Instagram. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah, you'll, you'll get heaps yeah. more, you'll get suicides all over the, the place. Yeah. Abortion get, laws, yeah. Yeah, exactly. They're doing terrible, disgusting Not, not to mention things. murders. Like, but going back to Alex right. Hawke's yeah. uh, point back there. Yeah. Um, he wants to import that stuff. Mm -hmm. Big time. And, and fuck that. Yes. Well, we fixed it. All right. Right. No if you want to talk importing America, I could drop in a quick one on election fraud. Oh, oh yeah, let's go election fraud. Because it kind of rolls on. So this is great. This is great. I'm very excited. So candidates from One Nation, United Australia Party and other smaller ones are starting to, as it's been put, seed Facebook with advice to supporters suggesting ballots could be erased, amended, hidden, thrown away, etc., etc. So they're saying to people, bring pens to the ballot box, don't use a pencil, sign a stat deck about your vote, take a photo or video to prove your ballot. Um, and one guy, United Australian candidate, Jason Olborn, he said, we sign a stat deck and we give it to the polling booth operators so we can contest the election results if we deem them untrustworthy. How, how what? Does, how does that work? Like, I don't know. Here's okay, a stat fine. deck. So thanks, just checking. Thanks. Can <laughs> I have some money in a, a sandwich A stat deck too? of what? Asserting this Asserting is what, what I voted. Yeah. I voted this way. Yeah. And if okay. you can't find and if you that, you can't vote, find at least one vote for that party. Yeah, go and look okay. it up. I wrote okay. my name on it. Fair enough. If you can't find one vote for the party, then yeah. then I would yeah. say, yeah, right. sure, you did. You did. You well, I assume they must write their names on their votes too, because otherwise, <laughs> how do you know it's yours? That's that one's illegal. But don't don't don't, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> 
And also, yes, yeah, so the AFC is actually This podcast worried. is not advice in any direction. No. no. But we, re- we like people to vote legitimately. No, it's fair to say we do offer advice. It's just really bad advice you shouldn't follow. Mm. The, AA, the AEC are actually getting a bit stressed about it. They're starting to pay a lot of attention. So this is a direct import of all that horseshit in mm. the US. One million bajillion well, percent. the other thing that shows that is is they uh, one of the earlier versions of this fraud is that uh, there are some, some messages saying um, that... The AEC had bought a whole bunch of these Dominion, oh, Dominion, Dominion voting, voting machines. <laughs> it's like, okay, do you remember when you voted last, you used pencil and paper, paper. not yeah, a machine? Dominion pencil. <laughs> you I just, know. You, do, do you forget that much that you're, you really do? You're really really stupid surprised Facebook every time you go and vote. Uh, like, yeah. No, they don't forget their minds have been Also, changed. Also, I did a I, – I, I, on, on voting machines. I, I went and explored the history of voting machines the other day just because – Fuck, you're you interesting. Know, I, I know. <laughs> you I, reckon I'm the exciting one. Uh, <laughs> no. It's just, you know, going through it. What you doing, sweetheart? I can't come to bed yet. I'm exploring the history of voting machines. <laughs> how did it go? Well, you know how it goes. It all comes <laughs> around to the end where you go, oh, pencil and paper, uh. and having humans check it and, and having multiple humans from multiple sides of the political sides. process Check it. Checking it is about the best system we're ever going to get. You've lost so, me. Too yep. complicated. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And it's it could possible. be pen and paper as well if you want. Do the stat decks come in? Uh, sure. No. No, I don't care. Can no. you imagine these poor bastards on the polling booths too? They've got all the extra stress of, of the COVID situation and stuff and you've got someone coming going, I've got a stat deck. No, like, it's, I, I don't oh, care. No. It's my dingus neighbour that's the, the polling chief down there out, at our place <laughs> and he... <laughs> My, I was going to say, my, my brother did it for the state election. I haven't asked him whether he's going to do it for the, for the federal one because he was like, my God, there are some interesting people around. <laughs> you know, like. See, now I kind of want to. Yeah, yeah. No, not during COVID. Can uh, I, uh, can I talk about um, gaffes of the week? Oh, yes. Because yes. well, so, we had, you know, the, the mother of all gaffes in the first week where Albo... Um, said he hated Australia? Said he hated Australia. Yeah, oh, no, it wasn't. Voting. He just didn't know a number. Okay. So... um. Morrison went off into one of his trances and started speaking in tongues and said Mr. Speaker three times, <laughs> to say, which is about the equivalent of calling your teacher mum, I reckon. Yeah, once. <laughs> once. So you go, uh, mum, and everyone laughs you and calls you a dickhead. Then you go, cool, cool, cool. If you say mum again, people go, we're going to eviscerate you through history. No, if no, you no. you say no, it sorry. a third time, you go to hospital. Once once you're eviscerated. Like, you yeah. call the you're teacher mum. That is, that is, you're dead. You're yeah. That's true. That's true. Yeah. yeah. But it's what it did reminded you me that? of. Did you do that? No. Oh. No, you did it. Oh, I reckon I know someone. Yeah. No, I, I don't know. But I mean, and just- I said cunt to a teacher once and I didn't mean to. And I was like, oh, fuck, that didn't go well. And I managed to keep talking and I could hit, feel myself tripping over my words thinking, I didn't call him one. You didn't call it one. No, I didn't oh, say you're a cunt. God. I was just like, blah, 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 and that cunt, da, 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 da. And I thought, keep talking. Mate, a gish Maybe she won't notice. I gish gallop it. And I kept talking about stuff. That's what Morrison does. Yeah, the eyes glazed over and I think I got away with it. All she thought it was hilarious. Went home and said, ah, this dickhead just said, <laughs> Uh, yeah, so anyway, it was in a, in a little spiel that he was doing where he said he'd appoint Anne Rustin as the uh, Minister for Health if he was elected. That is That is like... That's concentration camp level of evil in charge of something that really matters. I'm not a fan. No, no. And then that, of course, sent Labor off into going, well, isn't that the same man, Rustin, who said that, you know, Medicare needed to be wound back and, you know, that, and so that then that the Libs were going, oh, they're doing Medicare again. It was like, well, actually there are quotes. Because you keep and you've, trying to kill you, Medicare. Yeah, because uh, yeah. you do keep trying to kill Medicare and um, there are quotes attributed to the person that you've just said you're going to appoint. They should sign minister. like a giant yes. novelty check saying we will not kill Medicare. Yeah, so apparently the equivalent. That was literally the bank that Mark Latham got the check from. 
So the other thing was um, uh, Albanese went to Blues Fest. So he got invited by Jimmy Barnes to do an intro to yeah. Barnesy singing at Blues Fest. Yeah. So I've seen about four clips of this when Albo goes on stage. And depending on where the clip was filmed from, mm. you hear booze or you yeah. don't hear booze. And mm. it just and it, and it's like quite honestly, if I'd gone to a concert and a politician got up there and I'd been waiting for six hours for this you know, this concept, you've got, you know, maybe that would happen. Sure. Um, so I didn't really take much notice of it. Uh, it seemed to get blown up quite a bit on the socials, but I saw many other clips that seemed to be applauding the fact that he was there and right. he spoke about, very quickly said, um, the arts got a raw deal during the whole COVID thing. They weren't um, looked after enough. We're going to look after that. We're also going to do, uh, um, did an acknowledgement of country. We're going to fix that in there. And here's Barnsley. It was about that long. Like it was yeah, so right. quick. It was so quick. Um, but, yes, that was a little bit of the world falling down. And then getting um, numbers wrong was Morrison was rattling on the other day. Now, this was a total one where you just go, yes, he misspoke as much as yep. Albo had misspoke. Because mm, mm. he said, you know, the um, un- new start was $46 a week. Yeah, totally. And you go, no, it's $46 a day. And then, mind you, so I did see some very funny things on Twitter about how that might have been a, a goal or it was an <laughs> aspirational figure that they were hoping to stretch for. But, yeah, I mean, just the, the whole looking for a mistake has – just stop it's it. Pointless. Just fucking it's a stop stupid it. stupid sport that gets us nowhere. It's, it isn't about their choices and what they'll do, not what yeah. they – are you no, suggesting fumble? you should vote on policies, not personalities? No, no, I'm not saying that. But Thanks, but, but, <laughs> but if you if you if you're going to vote on personalities, that's a hell of a lot better than voting on on tiny mistakes. Tiny mistakes. Like, oh like, hell that, yeah, that yeah. is not the point. No. Like, oh no, it's ridiculous. And I mean, it's it's of course it's hard not to pile on when it's someone you don't like. But I'm trying to take the high ground there too because it, yeah, it's just dumb. Yeah. And fueling that is not going to get us anywhere. Yeah. It's not. Well, also, just before we hit the record button, it was announced that Albo's got COVID. So Which is great. He went, to, he went to Blues Fest. So. <laughs> and he's gone. In like. Byron Bay. But, like, they've been everywhere. They've been everywhere. Oh. They're not wearing masks. They've all been everywhere. He shook Gomo's hand last night at the... Um, he licked the back the of his back. neck when he turned away, too. <laughs> oh, <it's, laughs> oh, that was so terrible. Um, yes, so there's a... But, but I'd have to say that Tuesday I felt a real switch in him. It was like he'd got up and had his wheat bix and suddenly when I am confident and I can do this and he was far more articulate. He spoke about climate change. He spoke about, um, you know, he did a kind of rotating thing uh, with Tony Burke and Jim Chalmers of where they just sort of demonstrated, oh, look, we can have multiple people talking about these issues yeah. because you guys can't bring anybody out. They brought Michaela Cash out one day last week. Oh, my God. Give Will a moment. Laugh. Oh, I thought she was – I thought they left her in the cupboard. <laughs> no. Is that what that noise is? They wheeled her out. The, oh, thanks. Um, they wheeled her out the other day and uh, what, you, you so, could just see so ScoMo smiling she behind her. Like he just fucking loves her because she's He's the not same the only as one. him. Yeah, there's people very close to us that love her. Um, She's the same as him. She can get on a spiel and just do – and this is why resources are important and this is why we look after the resources industry and and that's what they were banging on about the other day. But When when in doubt, as always, it's the economy. Well, it was more particularly that that Morrison went to Perth for a couple of days and spoke at a resource um, industry Mm. event – and Are they important to him? Apparently, yeah. Oh. He was really trying, but what was interesting was he was really trying to align himself to McGowan, who of course is a Labor premier. But so he was then wrong? saying, but the uh, McGowan government 
is different to an Albanese government. Oh, and yeah. a Gowan Labor is oh, different to yeah, an yeah, Albanese yeah. Labor. Oh. Uh, yeah. And so he's trying to really um, buddy up to McGowan in, in, the, in WA because they think it'll work. Because they've got a few seats there that are really yeah. a bit wobbly. Yeah. Um, well, I, I didn't know that bit. Don't they have 10 of the 15 seats over there or something like that? Or maybe even higher? Uh, I thought it was something. I, I thought they've got a lot, yeah. 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 Yeah, but then you've got like Andrew Hastie's not running again. You've got isn't he? Christian Porter's not running again. Oh no, sorry, Hastie is. Porter's not. I thought Hastie was a character in this for um, BRS. <laughs> no, we can't do BRS yet. No, that's later. No, we can't do <laughs> no, BRS. We shouldn't do BRS at all. <laughs> no, everyone loves BRS. Yeah, uh, no, no. Show. Let's go with let's go with uh, our saviour in the Pacific. Um, oh, well done, Zed. Well done, Zed. So local boy Zed. Zed made good. Zed made bad. Um, so. This week, it's just been announced that uh, possibly maybe very close to, but who knows, China might be, you know, maybe a little bit of a base that they could build base-ish. in a couple of weeks. Base-ish. 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 It's something you can build in a couple of weeks, and I know China can build things They fast. can build really – they, they build they, islands. Yeah. <laughs> they, yeah. they can. Yeah. But still, a naval base in a couple of weeks is not the same as a naval base that uh, – it's not Pearl Harbor. So no. uh, They could tow one over. Yeah. Probably. But anyway, one. anyway. But it's, 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 isn't it the same distance sort of like from Sydney as Perth? The distant Solomon Islands. Yeah, but, but yeah. Perth's on, on land. So yeah. less, less water. <laughs> no, Different kind of base. <laughs> like, but but it's not far. It's not far. And, it's not and, far. And if you look at the maps, if you look at the maps, if you're doing Ooh. your geostrategic well, stuff, Ooh. you know, you go to the tail of, of uh, Papua New Guinea and then there's a string of islands that are dotted down, heading down into the yep. south, into, yep. the, into the South Pacific. Mm-hmm. And it's right like on the gateway there. Like it, it is uh. a controlling point to going into As the said, lower South game Pacific. Game of risk. It, it, yeah, exactly. It's a, there, there's strategic points there. Uh, where is Guadalcanal? Not someone. Solomon someone there, yeah, yeah. And that's it's one of them famous battles of, of World, World Dickety 2. Uh, yeah, that's where they had the planes in that show I really used to enjoy. Yeah, exactly, they did. Called Barbar Black Sheep. I think they're at Guadalcanal, yeah, but I could be wrong. But they, there were some great great quotes out of this. So Penny Wong went off. She called it the worst failure of Australian foreign policy. She called him the junior woodchuck. Uh, in the, woodchuck. I, think, I think in the Pacific, it, it's that's like... Like you got to go back to um, what was the um, what was the little civil war they had in uh, uh, Bougainville, Bougainville or something like that. Um, the uh, little Papua civil war. Yeah, it was it was a it was, um, it was an uprising that was badly badly dealt with back yeah. back in the the eighties. Hard to imagine. Um, that didn't go I well. Don't know enough about it. Fiji uh, coups. Oh Not god, yeah. Fiji coup. Although Fiji coups, to be fair, everything I heard from people on the ground was ever since the coup, shit's never worked better. Depends who you talk to. Yeah, after all coups, depends who you talk to. <laughs> what are you talking about? This is a white guy who's just living there for a few years, and he's having a fine time. But I, I like so. There's a couple of comments. So I mean, our, our own uh, chancellor stepped in, Julie Bishop, and said, "For fuck's sake, I'm quite. I'm paraphrasing. <laughs> Maurice Payne should just get on a goddamn plane." Again, paraphrasing, but she'd say, "Just get on the it's plane." Close. Yeah. It's close. It's close. Do you know why she didn't get on a goddamn plane? Yeah, because she was campaigning. She well, not only was she campaigning, but she was hosting a dinner apparently with um, PwC to raise some funds. When PwC, she sent, 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 the sent, reporter, sent. Um, oh, it's PVO. Sent um, Zed Zelja over. Yeah, well, Zed maybe should be campaigning as well because. Uh, well, he's in more trouble than she. There is no point. He, well, look, he's um, gone. He, I don't know about that, but um, but gone. I was interested this week that I got a bunch of um, quite strong negative uh, stuff in the mail about Dave Pocock. We got it too. Yeah, and it's like. Okay, he's 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 an independent, and he's, yep. he's and it's running in the Senate. We've only got two Senate seats here in in the yep. ACT. So so to be a senator, you've got to win you know fifty percent of the vote on on preferences. It's mm. not it's not a, a small quota. 
Um, but I do wonder if Dave Pocock is one of those other independents that's probably in a, a pretty strong spot. I think he's a, a threat. He's, he's, he's local boy made good, and he's got he's got the rugby credentials which are pretty right. He's got a track normally. record of and the, social and the track record left left wing record. So I think yeah. I think he so could the, be. So Nick. there's that side of it too. The Greens are running a strong candidate as well, and and you've also got the fact that um, climate two th- climate two hundred, which is not a political party, which is not a political party, um, uh, backing um, Pocock and. Kim Rubenstein, who's also running for um, the Senate seat. Yeah. So it's quite interesting that they're backing mm. both of them. So it's it's almost like anyone but Zed. That's my favourite vote too. It Before we leave the Pacific, vote. can I just throw in yes, one please. thing? Yes, we hadn't left the Pacific yet. Barnaby Joyce's call. Oh, good eye. It's basically the equivalent of Castro <laughs> taking over Cuba. So it's oh going to be God. our Cuba. He, he says we don't want to have a little Cuba off our shores. Yep, that's so, the Solomon Islands is Cuba to our... No, well, it, but, but this is... Oh no, it's his through. government that has allowed yeah, this. we know yes. this. No, but he doesn't actually associate with the government during an election. Oh, Have you when, noticed? Not, not when it doesn't suit him, no. Oh, my God. It, like, like, oh, excuse me, mate. Um, aren't you Deputy Prime Minister? Of the government here? Yeah. yeah. Which is running in, in charge of? Nah. Yeah. So anyway, nah, he's like, mate. yes, we're, we're, getting a little, it, it, we're getting a little Cuba now, apparently. It's not a, it's not a terrible analogy. No, it's just funny when it but comes to Barnaby. But I know this is funny. Yeah, I mean, well, this, is, this is why... Barnaby um, knew about Cuba. Yeah, yeah. He but this is why East things. Timor. That's what's was, confusing about. That's him. why they could they could uh, genocide East Timor um, quite happily for a while on Australia's watch because the risk was that that would be our, our other Cuba on that side. That's a lot of Cubas. Yeah, they're everywhere. <laughs> Every island. Do you know Antarctica? <laughs> I think Antarctica is brewing as a Cuban no, threat it can't as well. Be. It's a continent. Cuba is by definition an island. Well, we Adelaide. can change like, that. That's the key thing. We can change that. And it's got to be small island. It can't be. Like, can't cut a bit off. Japan. Kangaroo Island, Rottnest Island. There you go. Quit Sundays. Tasmania. Tasmania Bruni could be Australia's island. Cuba. <laughs> like if Tasmania went all the way, Jackie Lambie, and she became dictator <gasps> of Tasmania. Yeah. Australia's third Cuba. Did you see Cuba. much Jackie Lambie? Yeah, lots of. Lo- oh, oh, so so listen, I was um, not on the podcast last week because um, I was. They in, know because it was gold. It, well, yeah, it was the <laughs> best episode ever, obviously. But anyway. Definitely the longest. All others are second best. Um, yeah, I was in Tasmania and so doing some touring down there. And yeah, there was a lot of Jackie Lambie. There was a lot of um, others as well. Mm. Um, Jackie's got the posters up for her friend, I want to say Tammy. Don't know. I feel like it's Tammy. I want to um, say Tammy too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and she, sure. looks, she looks ready to go. Um, it, seemed, it seemed a pretty even mix actually. And the interesting thing is where you saw all of the, the posters. So you would see Greens, Labor, Lambie, Occasionally, United Australia Party, but not very much, mm. um, and and liberal, no no nationals. Um, yeah, but you'd see them in all sorts of different places in all sorts of different houses. Like you drive past yeah. farms, and equally as likely to be liberal or green or Jackie Lambie or uh, or one one nation as well yeah. or Labor. Uh, and so you'd look. And it, it, it wasn't it wasn't concentrated in in the way of um, I what really, I'm normally used to. Really interesting today. We we went out for a little tootle around um, Canberra and well the outer bits of Canberra, and on the way driving out to Gungarland, nothing but Clive Palmer um, roadside cool, cool, posters. Cool. It was cool. really do interesting. You, do they even have a candidate here though? They got one everywhere. Do they? Clive Palmer. All, all, all seats on, in theory, they were gunning for all seats. Well, they were gunning. But, okay, so uh, nominations for candidates closed at noon today. Uh, the AEC won't have them up until tomorrow night. So that's my Friday night sorted. I'm going through them all. <laughs> and, and you tease me for looking at voting No, I machines. am because I, I, I was just going to go clubbing in hookers and blow. It I'm was really, it's just really interesting because uh, the Libs won't run if there's a sitting 
national. So then, so, but then, so if a national was right. retiring, you you may get a lib up there and a national. So that's that, that's always that's interesting. Yeah. Um, but it's also interesting where Labor choose not to run and where the libs choose not to run. And you kind of go, okay, well, let's park those seats and mm. and see where where it all ends up. But I think it's it's quite interesting because there are the, again the teals, and then we've we've also got the greens. I think have got a good shot in about. I think about four seats. So tell us your pathway. Okay. Okay. Do you mean one? I, I, hang on. I, I what's the? <laughs> I feel special now. It's magical. Okay. So this is my first pass without putting a lot of thought in into it and looking at a little bit of like who's retiring, various other things, redistributions, all that kind of stuff. So to qualify, set in stone, absolute positive prediction. Totally. Yep. I can see the ALP getting a minority government, but I see a crossbench of nightmare proportions. <laughs> right. Awesome. Awesome. Like about four greens and, um, you know. So you're thinking, you're thinking how many for the major parties then? I'm saying um, coalition about 68 and ALP on 70 at the moment. Oh, that's tight. And, uh, well, I it's would- tight, but it's also um, like it, it – that's what I mean. I have to look and see a few few variables there. But it's, it's interesting. And I also am going that while the coalition are going to lose seats, they're not going to necessarily go to Labor. Yeah. And I think yeah. that's the interesting thing. There's um, a few of them, I reckon, a couple will go um, to – one will go green. Like I think Brisbane's really dicey and Griffith in the city of Brisbane will might go green, which is uh, – yeah, but it's also Terry Terry Butler's yeah. uh, now. And then you've got um, a seat like Hughes where Craig, Craig Kelly, Kelly has gone into the Palmer party and he got a big uh, first preference vote that I would say his personality could take him So you reckon he that. might be a Palmer continue, a yeah. UAP continue? Yeah. yeah. Um, also – Just got to pause for a moment. It's his personality that got him through. <laughs> I mean, how bad's the rest of your stuff? Yeah, I know. <laughs> look, I, I look, I don't know what I'm talking about. Let's put that in context. I disagree. But also, the t- the seat of Hunter was really interesting because that's the one where Joel Fitzgibbon. So that's mm. that's the one where you've got the mining. And so it is called Hunter, like in the yeah, Hunter Valley. Yeah, in the mm. Hunter Valley. Nice. Yeah, it's called, and it's called Hunter. Very unusual, huh? And it's, it's actually where it is. Uh, uh, ALP Joel Fitzgibbon not running again. Oh, and they've got the seven foot tall Beardo mining guy. Yeah. No, no, that's that Danny Tassie. One. Is that still, oh, no, there, no, there was a monster in the hunter. Oh, battle. there was a monster in the hunter. Oh, no, okay, who's okay. replacing Joel Anyway, well, I'm not counting him because I think it'll go One Nation. One Nation got like yeah, okay. well over 20 odd percent of the first preferences last time. Yeah. And if you've got Joel Fitzgibbon going out, um, I don't know. Like, so I have to have a little bit more of a look at that. Yeah, that, that's, your play seat. that's your placey. That's your placey. Just chuck it in there. That's, your um, that's your spare money. <laughs> it's, it's your, get yourself something pretty. Um, then you've got McNamara uh, could go green. Oh, and all give, like, give me some geography again. Uh, it's in Australia. Nice. Okay, nice. That's what you bring you on the podcast for. Geography. Um, Melbourne sort of adjacent to the seat of Melbourne where Adam Bant's at. So it's in, in Port. A, it used to be yeah. the old Melbourne ports. Um, right. Michael Danby, who remember the guy who forgot he had a million dollar house, Labor. <laughs> da, da, da. Yeah, he's, who hasn't He's gone. That? Sure. You sure. know, those kinds of things. So then you've got seats like Mayo, um, which you probably stay with Rebecca, Shark, yeah. Rebecca Sharkey. Uh, Clark, which is Wilkie in Tasmania. Um, He's not going anywhere. Nope. In Indi, Helen Hayes. Uh, so she'll stay on, which yep. was the old Kath McGowan seat. Maybe Wentworth and Warringah. Ooh, exciting. So Warringah, Warringah Zali Stegall, you reckon she'll continue? Yeah. Yep. 
and um, and the, this and is Wentworth. the day charmer for Wentworth. Well, the Wentworth one is interesting because it's um, Allegra Spender mm. is the candidate who's running. Which is tell me more about Allegra that Spender. Name. I, know, I was going to say beautiful name. It's a beautiful name. Okay, so everyone focuses on the fact that she's Carla Zampatti's daughter. Is she's that why I know the name? Very well. Yes, it is. <laughs> no, very, very. For you, another Zampatti connection. I mean, how many is that today alone? <laughs> but that's the. F- she's like a fourth generation um, Liberal member member as well. So Not her anymore. grandfather was. I can't remember, Mr. Spender. John Liberal. Um, uh, John Spender was her father who held that seat for ages. Mm. You know, very big player in the oh, Liberal so she's Party. Of so the she's, seat. she's of the seat. She's of, but but she's of that moderate yeah. vein, yeah. and that hasn't been allowed. That John Howard kind of got rid of. She's a liberal of the Liberals' past. Yes, yeah. of the Liberals' past has yeah. the pedigree, has the connections, presents like she's fabulous talent. Like you. Really good talent to have on show or anything, you know, like radio, TV. I've seen her presenting. Or podcast. Or podcast. Allegra, if you're listening. Um, Come on. She could do anything. So that would be quite interesting as well. Um, yeah. So it's that's my first part. They the, So so let's just go there. Um, 70, 68 and 70, 68. So, so in There's terms of those. There's not going to be a majority party. Uh, but but in yeah. terms of those votes. So Zali Stegel has said she, um, she would lean liberal but doesn't want to vote for Scott Morrison. Yep. Uh, Allegra Spender, family of liberals. Yeah. She sounds like she wants to – she would support yep. a liberal, liberal government. Yep. Uh, Helen Haynes. Uh, uh, I would say Haynes would stick with the liberals because um, it's, it's guys continuity. Li- li- yeah, you know, yeah. like that – Rod and I talked about this last week. It was about how people like to stick with the – if you're in doubt, you kind of stick with the continuity of things. But they, all three, before you get to the rest of them, all three of those, however, have made a decision, or at least that those who have decided to go teal – have made a decision to not be entirely tethered to liberal. Yes, which means yeah, no, no, I, I don't doubt that there will be negotiation. Things. Even yeah. but oh, even if you're totally. even if you're seventy percent likely to go liberal, yeah, there's negotiation. There. Yeah, so we got a, a one nation. That's that's liberal party. Yeah, so if you look at it like that, you kind of go, okay, there's a seventy seat um, ALP minority. Chuck the Greens on that side. Mm. So, so sake of argument, what have we got? Adam four. Bant plus uh, four. so four Greens. I'm going four. Look, it's a big claim. I know. It's huge. It's, it's huge. huge it's sex, sexy, huge for the Greens. It's perfect claim. Perfect yeah. claim. And then say I would go say Wilkie, uh, Andrew Wilkie in the seat of Clark, and Rebecca Shucky in the seat of Mayo, and then you get you know you get up to seventy four. But everything's going to have to be negotiated. I, I've, I've got to it's say, it's going to be a fucking nightmare. I've got perfect. to say, I would I, w- I would actually dream for a scenario where, for some reason, it's like that. And uh, Scott Morrison squeaks through on the negotiation. And uh, has to do and it. And then has to do it. Oh, he has to, he has to yeah, see, that's why. That makes me happier than. Because that would pain him so much. Because one oh, thing delicious. that we do know is that Albanese did a hell of a lot of that negotiating. Oh, he'd be good at it. When With Gillard. Yeah. Had the minority government. He ran. Um, he was leader of. Uh, you know, I'm sorry. What do you call him? Uh, uh, Australian Cap- Parliament. Man- Captain. House manager. Uh, Smantle. Yeah. Wordle. Class but, captain. Butler. Class captain in... Major in, Domo. <laughs> when Gillard was in. So he had, he had to line up all that stuff. And whip. he actually knows how to do that. Yeah. Whip. Yeah. No, he wasn't the whip. No, he'd be... Good. The, yes, whip, the exactly. whip does it to their no, own no, side. No, he's, he's, he's by nature a person that seems to be about you discuss it and we can find ways to negotiate and find compromise. Scott Morrison is not that guy. Ooh. He might be transactional 
Um, and so he would get that bit. Yeah, he, he would, would know he how would to understand what do you that, want, what do you want, what do you want. I'll give you that, I'll give you that. And, but, but then it's the day-to-day yeah. process of government. No. He has to do that over and over. And, and what he wouldn't understand is every single thing. Yeah, and having to remember get. what he said last time to that person and that they would have a continuity that he doesn't in their heads. Yeah. yeah. That almost makes me want him to win now I, because I would, that would be I delicious. I would pay for that because that would be sufferance. That, that means yeah. we have to do three to four more years of this podcast because that would be there would be more. Oh, that would be awesome. Yeah, it's gonna be okay. So it's that okay. that was kind of interesting. I thought. Thank you, Siege in your pathway. As, as a first sort of pass at things, it's really good. And I'm sorry, I'm still gonna have to. T- when after we've hit the stop button, I'm gonna have to think about Scott Morrison having to negotiate every day, <laughs> every day of his job. All right, let's do a bunch of small things. Yes, um, please. Okay. Okay. Here's 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 a dumb uh, dumb dumb. It's not dumb. It's it's. It's part and parcel for the organs of this government. So the Australian War Memorial is pursuing a new sponsorship deal from arms manufacturer Lockheed Martin, cool. despite being inundated, inundated with letters from letters from veterans, historians, and retired staff saying such arra- arrangements are degrading to the memory of the dead. And it's just, mm-hmm. could you not? Could you? you, you yeah, well, War they Memorial s- shouldn't be sponsored, well, and not by be weapons sponsored, But they just appointed. Um, Oh, Jesus, Brendan Nelson in for a while for a long time. Yeah. It was but one of those last week. He's, he's on the he's on the board. Isn't yeah, he but like as Grand Poopa yeah, now he's, of he's the, the board. Chair. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. Did, they did that in the few days before the election was called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's that. Uh, I also want. To, I've got a couple of Kuyong things I want to bring up. Oh yeah, yeah. What do you got from Kuyong? Well, apparently there was Kate um, who thinks that uh, Josh Rydenberg is a U-boot bloke, and he should. We should all vote for him. She represents the Inclusion Foundation charity, mm-hmm. and Karen mm-hmm. from the Guide Dogs for Australia charity, who also says that Josh Rydenberg is a good bloke, and you should vote for him. However, she also mentions sensitive lover. <laughs> however. Um, Charities aren't allowed to endorse political parties. At it's all. At all. Not even remotely, come even close, not what, what ifs. What? And so the chair of Guide Dogs Australia's kind of gone, no, we've got nothing to do with it, get us out of there, take everything down. Yeah. I haven't heard whether Karen's still got a job. Oh, okay. She certainly shouldn't with them. A quick one on the debate. So Laura Tingle tweeted today. Is it the 21st today? Today. Yeah. Happy birthday, Queen Elizabeth. Happy birthday, Queen 96. Elizabeth. 96. 96. Only four more to go. Go, and, girl. And then you can embrace the sweet release of death. She gets a letter from herself. No, she's got to beat her mum. She's, she, yeah. Dear me, congratulations. <laughs> so uh, Laura's just talking about the, uh, she said the um, the uh, Press Club Australia election debate calendar is taking shape. Oh, yeah. Treasury debate will take place on May 4, Defence on May 5. Both Foreign Minister and Aged Care Minister have declined to take part in debates. Uh, 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 uh. So Richard Colbeck, because there's nothing for him to talk about, nothing no. in aged care no, that might fine. be the, the, the Royal Commission, um, the fact that the Labor have made it the cornerstone of their, pol- yeah, their yeah. election. Yeah. So, of course, they're not going to debate it because what are they going to say? We, we're, we're, we're terrible. Terrible yeah. at it. We're going to stay terrible. And, yeah, and same for, um, for the Foreign Minister. So, Maurice, if she can't go to the Solomons and talk about that, she's certainly – no way she's going to get up and start arguing – international policy right now. Why would she? It's only her entire portfolio. Yeah, but, but they just keep hiding behind the fact of, oh, of national security and Morrison's going on about, oh, well, I've been on the National Security Council for, you know, 18 years and um, Albanese was on it for three months and he doesn't understand national security and things like that. And you're like, mate, you you trot out, nas- you trash national security stuff at yeah. a sneeze if you think, you think it'll benefit you. Small yep. reframing of that. You've been on yes. it for years and you're still so bad at it. Yes. There's another way of looking at it. It is. Yeah. Polls? Can we do some polls? Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, go, go, go. 
I got I got the Roy Roy, the Morgan Morgan Roy Roy Pol Pol. <laughs> we could have got through that in like a quarter of the time. <laughs> the, the, by Roy Morgan. You, you're the it's one that pole. wants. You're the one that wants the long podcast. It's like we can. This is what I'm doing. If you don't do the Roy Roy Morgan. <laughs> The Roy Roy Morgan Morgan Pol Pol or Australia, Polio. Australia's most professional podcast. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and succinct. So Coalition's projected vote share after preferences is up two points from the first week. Still remains uh, 55% Labor, 45% Coalition. Coalition's primary is up by three points, 35.5. Labor's is down one to 35, so yeah, it's getting well between Martin. Yeah. Margin of error is three percentish. Uh, elections or campaigns are always going to do that. It's only one poll that counts. Blah blah blah. Wow. One Nation was down half a bit. They're down to four point five. Palmer's down a bit. Uh, same as one point five. Blah blah blah. Um, electors who have not declared support for any candidates are stable at six and a half percent. It was interesting because in the um, the so called undecided voters, hundred undecided voters, that oh, were yeah. the um, yeah. debate last night. That w- there was like twenty five that percent said yeah. they didn't know. After an uh, hour, yeah. Uh, so it was um, the hundred forty percent said Albo, thirty five said Morrison. So yeah, yeah, quite a few. We got another poll, UCOMS, which I hadn't heard of before. Uh, Eight hundred forty seven people done on April twelve. Independent candidate Monique Ryan held a fifty nine to forty one percent lead, two party preferred, over Frydenberg. Yeah, this in Kuyong. 59.41. They are spending more money. If you look at the Facebook spending, um, the Libs are spending six times as amount, amount of money as they're spending anywhere what else. Would you say a whole Kuyong. barrel of pork's worth? A shit ton of money. No, actually on you, advertising. Uh, like liberal advertising. Liberal not, advertising. Not gov- government no, spe- not, promises. No, not, not yeah. promises. I'm talking about actual advertising spending. They are spending five, six times the amount in Kuyong as they are anywhere else. They've got a uh, the disapproval rating for Morrison's is fifty seven percent in that area according to this poll. So that seems hopefully high though. It's not great for them. Um, climate change and the environment is the number one concern of Kuyong uh, voters. So thirty four percent essentially yeah. saying is most important on that poll. Their margin of error three and a bit percent. So <laughs> if Frydenberg loses his seat, oh god, that'd be I'm so going to giggle. Well, it'd be really interesting. It would be very interesting. So if the Libs lose and Frydenberg loses his seat, who's their next leader? Is it me? <laughs> oh, I don't think it is. Oh. Um, so either. you've also got the Liberal candidate for Amanda the seat. Stoker. No, she's going to lose her seat too. Seat of no. Cooper. She's she's leader. in big danger in in, in the Senate. Anyway, or, she's, or, she's or in the leader. Senate, but she's in big danger. Or. Correct, William. Um, so the seat of uh, Cooper, fourteen point eight percent held by Jed Kearney, ex um, Grand Poopar of the ACTU. Uh, the Liberal candidate. Has come out as being um, a big fan of Fraser Anning. Oh, he, oh yeah, he yeah. of the uh, uh, rallies where yeah. people actually did the the Nazi salute stuff. Yep. That person was there, um, but there's yeah, Celeste, but he didn't know them. <laughs> Celeste Little, the Greens candidate, running in there and like they're trying to have a crack at that one. I still think that'll go Labor. Um, oh, the other thing that was interesting about the essential poll. Uh, they had the two party on the two party preferred forty seven forty seven, but it's the undecided. So mm. they're going like seven percent undecided, but the majority of those undecided are women. So yeah, yeah, ca- yeah. again, coming down. So you're saying they can't be trusted to, <laughs> to women. Um, yeah, and and look, Albany's not doing that great, but it mm. it's it's still well. We've got a month to go. Yeah, and and there will be at We're least only on day at least. 
another month of Day Ben 11. Robert Smith stories as well. <gasps> oh, um, so, so we can luxuriate in more witnesses coming forward no, and saying that he's no. picked some other some other murders happened as well. So these are these are these are his defence witnesses <laughs> that have come. One of them's come out and said, "Oh yeah, it's okay. All the legal bills are being paid by Channel 7. What? The? <laughs> I'm waiting for the graphic novel. I'm not going to engage until. Oh my they god, do it, this is just, you know you know listener. At some point soon, he's going to start defending himself. He's going to fire oh, his lawyers and he's going to go, oh, I, I, and, and then he's going to believe he did the best case ever. Ever. It's going to be... And if they don't cross live on Sky News and ABC 24 to and, the <laughs> delivery of that verdict... Like shot? <laughs> what? There are, there, are, there are a lot of people on the cell block going... Ooh. <laughs> he's fit. <laughs> he's so tall.